They are spoiled. A pungent blend of onions, cheese, and cat urine. <laughs> but it's not their fault they smell that way. Is that wet goat? It's another episode of Wake Up Call. Your Sunday morning will never be the same. You're listening to The Wake Up Call on KSJE Farmington. And now, Ren and David. Bienvenidos a la llamada de atención general con Ren y David. <laughs> Which one? You gave me like puppy dog eyes. I, oh, because this this little thing that you made is freaking. I, I I I don't know. I just like it melted my heart. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah, and I yeah. even like the colors. It's like Thank purple, you. and and then it changes to green or yeah. uh, blue. It's very mermaidy. Yeah. For those at home wondering, yeah, it's scaly too, like it's a, a mermaid. Sc- it's, yeah. I have a little hand purse thing that is made out of that scaly sequin material that changes color depending on how you swipe it. it. Yeah, rub it. Dave is entranced. I am. That was my exact response when I first saw it. (laughs) Hi, Rin. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, it seems like forever that I've seen you, but it's only been a week. Has it just been a week or two weeks? We did it last week. Did we? Did oh we? my God! I don't. No, Is I was in. I was on Thursday. No. Uh, no, Monday I was in surgery. No, t- Thursday. I don't know why. I have was. completely lost track of time. I feel like I've been thrown through a wormhole. Last week uh, could have been a whole month. Yeah, I think me. we were off a week. Maybe I think we were. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We're back. We're back now. We have our back. grounding. It's the KSJE Sunday morning wake up call. Eleven a.m. You know. um... I just had my hip replaced, and so I feel kind of like the bionic. Well, not quite yet because I'm only uh, four days up post-op. Mm-hmm. But um, today I've, I've felt the best I have since the, the surgery. Good. But uh, you know they put a titanium <gasps> hip in there. I mean a titanium whatever that thing is. A titanium something or other. Do do hickey. Yeah, exactly. In exactly. your body. It looks like a it's got a ball on top. The X ray. I should have brought the X ray so I could show it to you. Mm-hmm. But it's a ball on top with a spike down it. So Ooh. yeah. Yeah. So that's you like are something. The yeah, man. like you know, that they would use in Night of the Living Dead or something. Yeah. yeah exactly. Use it as a, a stake. Yeah, so so if worst case scenario, if I'm you know, being under attack, I can cut it out of my leg. And, <laughs> During the eventual zombie apocalypse. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you'll have bigger worries than your hip working. So That's exactly right. You're prepared. I'm ready to roll. Uh, I guess I don't... I'm kind of curious whether we'll be able to go through airport security now. Oh, good question. Yeah. You might have to just warn them ahead of time. Or I think if they have those full body scanners. They can actually, like, see it. See oh, that yeah, it's probably a, so. I'm yeah. not 100 on that. I, I, I'm not the only person that's had a hip replaced, so I'm yes. sure there's several people that fly. In it. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I wish I'd have done it. I've been crippled for two years. I wish I'd have done it two years ago. I, oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of you. Even though I've got to move around with a walker four days post. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I feel pretty comfortable. Hip replacements are tough, so be nice to yourself. Like you, there's your um, while you're healing, your movement is totally limited yeah. because so much movement comes directly from those that hip joint. I, I can tell you that the movement that I have, even though it is limited, is I, I want to say a thousand times better than mm. it was. Yeah, because I was very, very limited in the way I could get around and do things. Um, 
But I, I, yeah, I feel great. I can't wait till I can walk without a walker or a cane or anything. But yeah, it definitely. I've got to catch myself around the house because I want to take off. I'm like, oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. <laughs> Don't get, get the your stitches. get your walker. Yeah, <laughs> get your walker. <laughs> relax, relax. That's the most important thing. Is yeah, yeah not because my mom got her knee replaced a couple of years ago, and she she was really gung ho right away to to getting up, and she would push her limits sometimes, and it's just. No need to do that. No, no need to go in for another surgery. No, exactly. <laughs> my yeah. mom didn't either. She calmed down. But, yeah. yeah. Well, and my oldest boy, is, he's been so good with me. And he, he came, him and his family came up. So he's like, Dad, chill. Mm. Relax, Dad. I got it. What do you need? Well, son, I hate to have you wait. Dad, I'll wait on you hand and foot. Aww. It's going to cost you later. But right now, I'll take care of you. <laughs> oh, he, he's doing it gladly. He's yeah. building up that debt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> going to cash it in later. Exactly right. Oh, well, nice. listen, I, you know, we were kind of tossing back and forth. We did stay in touch via text. And we have talked about this on past, past shows, which I think it was your idea to begin with. But um, I'm really, I'm kind of excited because this will take me back to my youth as yeah, well. Yeah, I was just about to say, um, speaking of hip replacements and, uh, being and hip. old people, yeah. well, and I guess being hip too, that's a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, a band that is, for me, uh, stayed the test of time, the Beatles. You know, um, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Yeah. The Beatles. And, you know, I had a story that, and, we'll, and I'll probably try to find it before the show's done. But I'm thinking to myself, we're going to have to do a duel. I mean, this a is going to be, yeah, at least maybe more. Because and I am such a library. Yeah, I am just infatuated with the Beatles. That's the best way to put it. Because I know they have their faults, and I know they're what almost. 50 years old now? 50. The band? The 1964? Oh, yeah. The band itself would have oh, been. Oh, 60 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the band itself would be 60 years old now. Um, I, I adore them. They were Their music was there for me during some tough times, and it's my soul music. You know, Lost probably... Well, they were all talented. I don't, I don't want to downplay Paul or Ringo, but, you know, Lost George Harrison and Lost oh, yeah. uh, John Lennon way too soon. Of course, John was was killed i think george is cancer he had cancer yeah Yeah. but uh paul and ringo both are going strong and there's some kind of rumor which we might dwell off into about paul being early day the the first paul mccartney was uh killed in a car wreck oh yeah there's some kind of bs going around with that i want to look a little bit further into that paul is dead paul is dead and he was walking barefoot on the that, uh, yeah, the Abbey Road Abbey cover Road. Mm-hmm. is all just clues. Yeah, that's the original like crazy conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, way way back then. Mm-hmm. But they were big back then too. They would just took the world, not just England. Yeah, but they took the world by storm. With I want to hold your hand. I mean, I know it's okay. So now I like the music, but that's just because I like that style and era. But it's hard to think like. There were girls fainting. Oh my god. Going yes. insane looking at them and it was like what what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, they didn't make your heart pitter patter? George did. Oh, did you like George? I yeah. George. I, I have to admit, I think John was my favorite. Although, you know, that whole BS with him and Yoko kind of turned me off. He but, was a damaged man. Yeah, he yeah. was. And he, he did a lot of Bad things in his life. Um, it's really a shame that he didn't get to live long enough to redeem himself. Yeah. Because he uh, 
you know. Well, he was starting to make up with them all. He was starting to make up with them yeah. and talking about doing a reunion. So yeah. it makes me want to uh, throw this table across the room, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. And, you know, and I don't know what part Yoko Ono played in all that, but they blame her for everything. It, she was more of a representation that John was moving on. From yep. what I heard. Yeah, you know, probably so. They're grown men. They don't need yeah. some lady to tell them what to do. They're probably already going to break up, and Yoko just happened to be there at the same time. Yeah, I think I think that too. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't know what you got chosen for. I mean, we kind of <gasps> tossed around there. I don't think there's a song that the Beatles do that I don't like. Yes. So, uh, you know, and it, I told you this before, but it warms my heart that we connect in this way through the music me too um so i just said you know what ren i don't think you asked me what i want i'm like whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay yes i'm on it this is one that i always describe when i think of how much i love the beatles it was kind of a love at first listen um for my 12th birthday my dad got me just a bunch of cds i had asked him for classic rock because that's what he liked i wanted to get into it too he got me um uh revolver Oh yeah, and that was my first ever. <laughs> yeah, my first ever Beatles album, and the first ever song I heard on my my little portable CD player was "Taxman." That oh, I like lo- oh. beautiful opening riff. Yeah, I love that. So uh, I'm gonna I'm Good gonna talk. try and recreate that moment for us. One, two, three, four. One, two. Let me tell you how it will be. One for you, 19 for me Cause I'm the tax man Yeah, I'm the 
blew my my mind when I was a kid. Yeah, I I love that too. I I I like that riff on that one, but I think the riff I like better is the one on Revolution, the way yeah. it starts out. Ooh. It, yeah. I'm gonna have to play Revolution now. Yeah, and you know some of their early stuff. Did you like any of their stuff in the '60s? Like I want to hold your hand or. Oh yeah. Oh, I I had to grow to like that because as a kid, mostly what got me was the swinging, rocky, yeah. rocking stuff. Um, but as I got older, I love the just um, the melodic, the beautiful harmonies and, and uh, the way they orchestrated it. You know, just four of them. Freaking genius! And the way they played around in the studio. Uh, I know that uh, Pete Best uh, was the original drummer. Yes. And uh, I read some articles about. I guess that didn't go well after his uh, when they threw him out and brought Ringo in. But they wanted that yeah. different kind of beat that Ringo. Yeah, from what I heard, they had always wanted Ringo, pretty mm. much, but Ringo was caught up in another band, because they grew up in the same area, they knew each other, and Ringo was the best drummer to them, and uh, yeah, they took on Pete Best, and then Ringo was free, and I don't remember exactly how it happened, but they were like, okay, Ringo's here, bye Pete. Yeah, see, yeah, well, that's, yeah. Yeah, and I think they Maybe. left on okay terms, but that's from the Beatles' perspective. Yeah, so no, I, I think Pete has since published some stuff that he just... A little PO'd. Yeah, who wouldn't so. be? I mean, in their defense, once again, they always wanted Ringo. So yes. Pete was just a fill-in. Now, that I did not know. Yeah. I, I did not know that that was the case. Ringo is such a unique drummer. Yeah. Um, you know, he only has soul. one drum solo in their whole discography, the Beatles. He, right. He was not a solo guy. Mm-mm. He was more of... Kept the melody, the beat, what you needed to make it feel good and right. Oh, yeah, and it sounded incredible. Yeah. That's why you still don't get the same sound from anyone else. And there's not a lot of, there's not, I don't know that there's many drummers out there that did what Ringo did. He was like a half beat, I don't know, I've heard different stories, but he was not the typical drummer. Oh, yeah, and you watch him play, too. It's yeah. just, and so many people give him a hard time. Like, I'm Ringo. I'm the one who doesn't write all the songs. Yeah. I'll just drum. But uh, it's extremely important to be such a fundamental part of, oh, yeah. of an important band. And Yeah, that's the heartbeat of the band, Yeah, really, when mm-hmm. you stop and think about it. Yeah. All right, what else you got? What, yeah. Throw something else. Throw something my, my. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, I see Magical Mystical Tour over magical here. Magical Mystery Tour. I don't know why this one caught my eye, but it's maybe because we're just rolling in the downloads. We're rolling in the money. You know what? <laughs> you know what, baby? You're a rich man. <laughs> yes, indeed.
you know, you say, <laughs> you go 15 minutes. I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that song was out. <laughs> wow, there's man. A, there's Did a you pick the long the version? I never heard the extended 15 minutes yeah, of that song. I don't know why I said 15 minutes. I panicked. Why, why do you like that song? Um, fun, groovy beat. Uh, there's like weird noises in it at one point where it's like, wow, 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 wow. Yes. Um, I love the way John's like almost whispering into the mic. How does it feel to be? Just feels oh like an yeah, artsy song. I don't know. You know, they had there was little subtle things in there like that, and and I would like not for this show, but maybe for the next show, to look into more about that playing the record backwards that said Paul is oh. dead. Oh, I would love we, that. Yeah, we'll do that on the next show. We'll yes. look, we'll do a little more research and see uh-huh. because that was a big thing I can remember in the seventies. Oh, I believe it, and it's so funny, Dave. I follow. I'm on Reddit, and <laughs> I don't know if somebody. Had, listening just yeah. groaned because reddit can kind of have a negative reputation of being a really nerdy hardcore well, nerd you're, website you're a nerd yeah, i'll give so that I to guess you that is me but um there's a beatles community online i won't say the name of it but it's i swear it's all run by like teenagers like modern day teenagers and they're making memes and jokes about the beatles that are just so so funny and so weird and they love to make fun of the paul is dead um, whole thing. Yeah, so like whenever news about Paul drops, Paul McCartney, they're like, wow, disgusting to see that fake Paul is still running around. You know? <laughs> so well, then it still has gravitas. I will say that the Paul, who, if it's the fake or the real Paul, the guy that's out there now, I've seen him on James Corbin. Uh, uh-huh. He is, I just, I love him. He seems <laughs> so down to earth. Fake Paul, they call him Fall. Fall. <laughs> Yeah, so whether he's Paul or Fall, I like the guy. Yeah, I, I love him to death. And, uh, you know, it was one of my bucket list things to meet John Lennon. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but now I think it's a bucket list thing. I would love to meet Ringo and, and Paul. And Paul. Yeah. Now, I know I can't do LSD with Ringo, but I might be able to smoke a doobie or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, an herbal jazz cigarette. Yeah, that's right. There yeah. you go. You know, Paul does a lot of, like, late night comedy shows in the U.S. too. I know he always used to do stuff for Saturday Night Live. Yes, he yes. He would be on that a lot. And I oh, appreciate that because I'm yeah. a big SNL fan too. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we got next? What now, do you got? I know we just talked about Paul, but we're going to focus on my uh, Your crush, favorite? my big Beatles crush. I like George too. George. Yeah. And this is from my favorite album, you the know, White Album. I, I love the guy, but I always thought he was so ugly. And I, and I think John's ugly too. But okay, I've always thought George is beautiful. And I can't tell you why, but as a teenager, I showed a picture of him to my friend, and I was like, I think he's cute. And she went, ew, him? <laughs> it scarred me. So I can't tell you what you see, but I think he's beautiful. I love his crooked teeth. I love his big, furry eyebrows. Yeah. And it's more in the later phase where he had, like, the long hippie hair. Right. That I think he was cutest. Yeah, I, I would agree. When they when they started, like, the bob cut was no. okay, but I didn't think George it fit George. But it, in the long hair... Yeah. <clears throat> really, and I loved his stuff after the Beebles. Uh, you know, the Beebles, the Beebles, <laughs> the Beatles. I've got my mind set on you. His yeah. stuff like that. Oh, that yeah. was some of my favorite stuff Hare from the Beebles. Yeah. <laughs> from the Beebles, I just love that. Oh my gosh! But uh, yeah, here's one of his his like first really big originals. I'd say, while my guitar gently weeps. Oh, love this! Great pick. You know, see the love, the 
I just, I love that. And you know, we have our best conversations during this yeah. song. Who's Julie comes over, Julie's like, oh, I love the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were d- discussing on who the, her, who was her favorite. Her favorite was George. George. My favorite as well. Same as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I, I just like John. Maybe because, and not to take this the wrong way, but he wasn't the prettiest of the, the four. No, he, he wasn't even bad looking either. But no, I know what you mean. He... 
different. To me, George and John, George and Paul are like pretty boys. Yes. John has like a long, thin nose and this like long face and these like piercing kind of eyes, almost beady. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But not like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. He he looks like the the kind of guy you think he is, you know? Yeah. Tormented and artistic. Ooh. Because he, we're... <laughs> We were just having a George fangirl club moment over here, but John, um, John is a really uh, interesting person too. Yeah, they all were. Yeah. They were extremely talented individuals, and they were flawed. They were flawed. Yes, John, John Lennon, you know, is pretty is known for his domestic abuse. Um, he was a tormented guy in a time a lot where, of drug abuse. Yeah, where it probably wasn't easy for him to get mental help. And like I said, it's really sad that. That's the only part of John Lennon we ever got to see. We never got to see him get better and improve and make amends. You know, I, I know that John Hinckley comes up for parole all the time, but I hope he never gets out. That's why I don't really have anything against Yoko Ono, because I think I've said this before. Every time his parole comes up, she goes, I don't feel safe with him in the world. I don't feel safe with him and my kids being in the world. And yeah. they send him back into jail. We'll be back after a quick break. Traeger's Bar prides itself in bringing together positive people and sophisticated spirits. A truly welcoming group with New Mexico roots, locally owned and operated. Traeger's offers specialty drinks, classic libations, domestic and craft beers, wine, and cocktails. And for folks feeling a tad peckish, the doghouse is right off the patio with hot dogs, wings, nachos, and much more. Located at 5170 College Boulevard in Farmington, their website is traegersbar.com. Yeah, and you know, we could probably do a, a show on his kids, too. I mean, or at least Sean. Sean, I know, has got some recorded records out there. Man, I've never really delved into that. Yeah, me neither. I, I, I don't, I've not listened to any of his music, so mm. that's something we could look at later yeah, on. We'll look at it during, uh, during this next song. Oh, okay. Sounds yeah, good to th- me. this one was your pick. Was it? Oh, yeah. I love this one. T- this one has a great opening riff. Ticket to Ride.
You're listening to The Wake Up Call on 90.9 FM and 103.3 FM, KSJE, Farmington, New Mexico. Music, that's our middle name, music. This is some exciting stuff, huh? I used to, do, I had this thing called Mills Mobile Munchies. Yes. And when I was on the radio at a KIQX in Durango, Colorado, mm-hmm. and I delivered uh, donuts to different businesses. Nice. And they would play Name That Tune with me on the phone as I was leaving the business, right? Okay. I had to guess the tune. Yeah. And Kristen, who is still there, she 
started this song, just the part, that was it. Yeah. That's all I needed. Stripper. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, and it is that iconic. Something about driving around in the mountains with your top off, not not my top, the Jeep top. The Jeep top. Yeah, in the springtime, mm-hmm. and that song blurring through the speakers is oh, like, it's, yeah. yeah, it was heavenly. Yeah. People gave me strange looks because I sang it at the top of my lungs driving down Main Street in Durango, Colorado. <laughs> Those are no friends of yours. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> if I saw somebody doing that, I'd be like, that's my person. Yeah. Yeah. That's my tribe. I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. All right, so we're doing a tribute to the Beatles. It's the KSJE Sunday morning wake-up call. Mm-hmm. We're extremely excited to be on KSJE. I want to give a shout-out to Scott Micklin and his whole crew. They're mm-hmm. a nice bunch. Um, so I'm have been letting you, and we've decided we're gonna, we've got to do this a two parter. It is a two parter, yeah. maybe even three. We'll see how it goes. How many how many records did they have? They actually don't have that many. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, but their albums, almost every song on an album that they produced. Yeah. Oh, um, they have they have so many number one singles. They made a whole album out of it. Remember yeah. the Beatles one. No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Oh, that's well, where oh, that's a lot what of you're kids getting ready to go. Oh, I love this song too. It has kind of the same riffs that we just listened uh, to. You, we, we played your favorite opening riff. Now we're going to play my favorite. Oh, opening it's riff. close to the same. Yeah, it is. But it, they're both good. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's okay. let's do it. Let's do it. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Johnny on the, Rennie on the spot. Rennie on the spot. You used to call me that did back I, in the day. Did yeah. I, I know because I, I, I have had 
you you couldn't count the number of sound engineers that I've had mm -hmm. in in my lifetime on two hands and two feet, all your <laughs> extremities couldn't count them. No, no, not enough. Uh, and I've had good ones. I've had some really good ones, and I I would. I'm not afraid to say or ashamed to say that you were probably the best I had ever had. But now let me, don't let that go to your head. The thing is... It, it doesn't, but it always surprises me too because I know how many. Well, here's the deal is that, yes, you made mistakes, but you were like Rennie on the spot. Rennie on the spot. <laughs> you know, if I made you, a mistake, it was very, very rare that I made it again. No, or very I, rare. Yeah. And then you always fessed up because I would have, I didn't do that. I'm like... Well, I don't have the control to do it. Yeah, and then I'd be like, yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you were so... And then I think I finally told you at one point, quit apologizing. You're doing yeah. great. You're fine. <laughs> Aw, you were always so nice to me. You, you really helped me out with that job because, you know, it's always been a dream to have a radio job. And uh, you encouraged me when I felt like I wasn't doing good enough. And it made the di world a difference to hear that... This is Ren, the best board op I've ever had. I almost wanted to cry every time you said that. It made me so happy. Well, it's you know I wouldn't say it unless it was true. And I've had good board ops, and I don't... If any of you are listening, I love you too. Um, but later on, it just... I don't know. This... Your willingness to just go that extra step. And yeah. it wasn't just all about getting your paycheck and walking out the door. It was... This is what I love Making sure to the do. show sounded good. And yeah. You, anybody that's trying to make me sound good, I'm going to love you for... <laughs> I'm going to love you long time. Yes, I'll make you look good, Dave. Yeah. And that goes for anybody who needs a board Because that's next to impossible. <laughs> Folks, if you're looking for somebody to do sound engineering for you that makes you look good, trust me, uh, this is the lady. Ren Harris, yes. Yeah, that's right. I will, oh, because... You can email us at the General's Wake Up Call. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the performer in me, all the plays I do, but it's always about making the show good for the audience to me. Um, all the, like, petty drama that gets in the way, it's not about that. It's about... The audience having a good show and the performers feeling good about themselves. Yeah, the final product. Yeah. The final product. Yeah. And I'm passionate. Yeah. yeah the, I will, yes, I will give you that. You're very passionate. All right, we're doing a tribute to the Bills here on uh, Sunday morning, the Sunday morning wake-ups call on uh, KSJE. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Did you know, Dave, do you know the, the documentary series, uh, what's it called, The Beatles Anthology? We'll be back after a quick break. Is your to-do list too much of a load? Is your business piling up? Well, you're in luck. Have you heard the scoop on the poop group? Whether it's poop stool, duty dump, whatever happens at your dog's rump, we'll take care of it. We are Farmington's one and only poop scooper. We provide weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly pet waste removal services. Call or text 505-330-0081 to schedule your poop scooping today. Don't be fickle with your fecal matter. Call the poop group where your dog's business is our business. I have heard of it, and I don't think I've watched it. I have, I have the entire box set, and I've watched it multiple times. Really? Because <laughs> I was a Maybe huge I should borrow. Is it Beatles D fan. DVD? Girl. It's DVDs, yeah. And it's actually really fun. It used to be my, like, uh, I'm sick today. What do I put on? Beatles anthology movie. And it's from their perspective, so I'm sure it's biased. But, uh, yeah, I loved it. And always seeing how much time and energy they put into sound editing was, was a big deal to me. Yeah. Because we take those the the leaps and bounds they made in the the studio for granted, but they were just making stuff up as they go along. You know, it's funny because we were talking about. Um, did you ever have a turntable when you were younger? Yeah. 
there's something about those 45s, those old 45s, and the in that not being digitalized and mm-hmm. just that crack and the yeah. the crispness of the whole, the highs and the lows are just and the bass. Oh, and the Beatles oh, yeah. had that dialed in. Mm-hmm. They had. I don't know if they had just a great sound engineering department, but they had the ear for that dial in. Why can't I remember their engineer's name right now? I'll look it up during this next song. But Yeah, uh, I, it, it, the same way I'm like, I know who that is. But he's I a huge part of that documentary series, too. Oh, good. So, good. like, you get a lot of his perspective. Um, All right. We'll look well, that up. But for now, we're going to do... Uh, we're gonna do another one of Dave's picks. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I'll just. I'm, I'm, here I am on pins the, and needles. This is for all the people who want to change the world out there, who want a revolution. Oh yes. You say you want a revolution. Well, you know, we all want to change the world. Tell me that it's evolution Well, you know We all want to change the world But when you talk about destruction Don't you know that you can count me out Don't you know it's gonna be All right Got a real solution Well, you know We'd all love to see the plan You ask me for a contribution Well, you know We all do what we can But if you want money for people with minds that hate all I can tell you is, brother, you have to wait. All right. All right. All right.
Somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota There lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon And one day his woman ran off with another guy Hit young Rocky in the eye Rocky didn't like that He said, I'm gonna get that boy So one day he walked into town Booked himself a room in the local saloon Rocky Raccoon Checked into his room Only to find Gideon's Bible Rocky had come Equipped with a gun To shoot off the legs of his rival His rival, it seems Had broken his dreams By stealing the girl of his fancy Her name was McGill And she called herself Lil But everyone knew Whereas Nancy Now she and her man Who called himself Dan Were in the next room At the hoedown A rocky burst in And grinning a grin He said, Danny boy This is a showdown He drew fast and shot And Rocky collapsed in the corner your match and Rocky said Doc it's only a scratch and I'll be better I'll be better Doc as soon as I am able and now Rocky Raccoon he fell back in his room only to find Gideon's Bible Gideon checked out and he left it no doubt I'd like that song. I probably was not a fan of that, but it, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. The What's white, the message? The message is that Rocky Raccoon fell back in his room only to find Gideon's Bible. And Gideon checked out and he left it no doubt to help with good Rocky's revival. <laughs> I think it's about don't do stupid things out of revenge because you have your whole life ahead of you. Oh, good. Oh, wow. That's deep. Thanks. <laughs> You know, a lot of their music was extremely deep. I completely agree. Some of it was just like uh, really heightened 
um, basic ideas like helter skelter, oh, oh. which some people cite as one of the earliest examples of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. It's just about a slide. It's yeah. just about sliding down a slide. Yeah, the, the White Album is full of weird songs like that. It is. The, oh, the White Album. Let me just say, I had an original master vinyl recording of the White Album. I would kill for one of those. I lost it in, well, apparently my ex, I lost it in divorce. Ugh. Yeah. She oh. better be taking care of it. I don't know. She better have it in a, like, air-conditioned box. We'll be back after a quick break. Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. It was in it, you know, and I had in those days, in those early days, I had a, the old stereo systems before your time, you know, they were they stood about four foot tall. They were like a foot and a half wide or two foot wide. And you had like a, an equalizer that was a 32 channel equalizer, and you had a preamp, and you had an amp, and you had. Uh, and you it, had was a, it was a whole two, hobby almost. Yes, itself. it was. And then I had speakers the size of our kitchen table oh my God. that we carted all over the country because I was a store manager for Sears at the time. Yeah. So I got transferred everywhere, you know, and I was like, had to really keep an eye on those. Oh, the, the movers used to get so irritated with me, but I had mm-hmm. thousands of dollars tied up in that equipment. What is it about? Okay, because my dad was obsessed with speakers too, but his thing was home theater. So he had a million jillion speakers. So I understand how expensive and fragile they can be. So I know where you're coming from. But what is it? What is it about men and their speakers? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. But I do know I always loved it when the, when the wife and kid was gone because I just had ooh. the one at the time. Because I would just go in there and crank that thing as loud. The neighbors could hear. I would have them knocking on the door going, hey, can we come in? (laughs) They weren't complaining. They just wanted to come and listen. Yeah, look, turn it off. (laughs) Exactly. The cutest video that I have, and I haven't been able to find it for a while, is when my daughter was all, my oldest was all of about maybe a year, barely walking, cute little red frilly dress on and a big booty diaper cover yeah, you know big bloomers. And, and you know so she always danced in front of it well i had and it had a glass cover door and i had had it open and she walked over there and accidentally turned it up <laughs> scared the snot i mean she oh. turned it up to what i listened to it at you know yeah. scared the snot out of her but she still a couple of days later she was right back in front doing Dancing. that butt bounce in front of it one day she will want her music to be that loud too yeah. <laughs> or, well i mean i'm sure she's more than adult now but oh, yeah yeah she's older yeah. than you Rin. <laughs> we, we all get to the teen phase and that's where we want to blare it yeah, she's 40-something now. That's when she was born. That's 39 yeah, that years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. Oh, that's well, I'm loving this Beatles thing, so we're going to have to do it again. And I'm thinking we'll do it in a in a, in a, a two-parter. Maybe yes. even, a, I don't know, we might have to do three. But I'm thinking maybe next show, because we had a great conversation about Elvis. Yes. And the Beatles. And they heavily influenced, or he heavily, heavily influenced them. I was going to say, he, yeah. Some people have said they thought it was the other way around, but it's not. Elvis came along first. Yes. 
and he really was influenced, uh, or the Beatles were really influenced by him. Yeah, and the Beatles, I will say, they have a lot of influences that they are very excited to talk about. So I think I would like to talk about more of that in part two. Oh, absolutely. Good idea. Chuck, Chuck Berry, the yes. Isley Brothers. Yeah, Chuck Berry was a big, big uh, influence for them as well. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, that's another. there's another show right there, mm-hmm. Chuck Berry. Oh, my God. How it was in their contract, too. They refused to play segregated shows. So they would only play to mixed-race audiences where blacks and oh, whites Oh, God could. bless them, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Beatles. Because back in that day, that was tough, mm-hmm. man. It was a little different in England, too, if I remember correctly. Like, the culture... I mean, you know, every country has its trouble with prejudice, but as far as I know, England... I don't know. It wasn't the same back then as it was in America. Right. As it was in England. From what I understand, next to... Um, not Australia, but Africa mm-hmm. is where it was worse in America. That separation, that black and white. The apartheid. Separation. Yeah. yeah, that was a big. That was a big issue when they were. I think. I think they performed in South Africa. I might. I'll have to check for part two. Yeah, there let we me go. do my research. There you go. I've given you some homework. I'll watch girl. the documentary series again. <laughs> All right. So, what do you got up next? Ooh. We're about out of time. I, I You know, there's so many. This, this was one that it, uh, another uh, my absolute favorite. Uh, it's a little bit longer, so I don't want to no, start it do too it. late. But a day in the life, baby. Oh, this is a great one. Does it even need an introduction? No, no, just show them for it. Just the appropriate applause it deserves. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
I have to tell a story about that record because when my wife was home, I didn't play uh, the records high. I didn't play my kick-ass stereo very high. Yeah. But that would be playing, and she goes, what's wrong with your record? (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I'm sorry. You just don't understand. You wouldn't understand the Beatles and their sense of humor. They're pranking you all these years later. Have a hit of acid, and we'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'll talk about it. Yeah, and I think for the next show, we'll we'll dwell a little bit further into their drug days. Yeah. Also, let's start, we'll do about the beginning days. But yeah. For the next show, for our next show, though, I do think, let's dive off into Elvis. Let's because he's kind of in the news. He's got a new movie out. Got a new movie. Well, I'm he surprised. doesn't, but his family does. Um, <laughs> and he has a conspiracy around him, too, that he oh, never died. Yeah. He's still running around. I don't think he has. Hey. And the reason I don't is because the, is the name on his gravesite is not spelt correctly. I've oh. been there. I've been. I've seen. You've it. been in his house. I've been in his house. Break it. Break it to us straight, Dave. You yeah. you broke into one of the rooms at Graceland and saw <laughs> no, Elvis. No, that I can't say. Okay. But they won't let you go upstairs. You can oh, only just stay downstairs. Because Elvis is up there eating cereal. I don't. I don't. 
I don't know. Yeah, and, and we'll get all into that in yeah. the Elvis show. In the next show. Yeah. All right, Rand. Well, listen, thank you. Uh, appreciate you very much. Appreciate you. Have a great uh, rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. And we're uh, on KSJE, this Sunday morning wake, wake up, up call, call with Rin. And David. And, and Stumpy. And Stumpy. <laughs> Dumpy. Dumpy. Lumpy. Ren and Chumpy. Dumpy and Lumpy. Yeah. The chump. How much fun was that? Every week, Ren and David will bring you informative fun. Maybe a musical guest or two. And you'll always get a load of laughter. Answered emails, rants, raves, community thoughts, and so much more. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of their wonderful sponsors. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, new episodes are available every Monday morning at 1 a.m. And they would love to hear from you at thegenerals.wakeupcall at gmail.com. This has been an InterWest Concepts production, all rights reserved. Be excellent to each other. Always wear your clean underwear.